Hello, Orlando City fans. This is your host, Gavin Rushnell. Welcome back to the OC Lions blog podcast, a fan's perspective of Orlando City Soccer Club. Today, I'm going to be talking about Juan and Kyle Smith. I'm going to be continuing on the player grades from last season. It's been a while. I know it's been a while. I've been very busy with college, but things are starting to slow down, and there's not that much news to talk about right now. Of course, Oscar Perea hasn't been signed yet. We haven't really made any trades or anything like that. So we can go ahead and do some more reviews. So we have Huan and Kyle Smith today. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the MLS Now podcast, which of course I am a co-host of. If you want to follow it, go follow it on Twitter at MLS Now podcast, um, all one word, no underscores or anything like that. We just started a new series, which you might be interested in. It's, it's basically called the Club Update series, where we go through and we just talk to people from each club, um, and we're gonna discuss their offseason moves, what we should what um the fans should look forward to next season some some of the moves that they're predicting to happen all the fun stuff so um we just did the first episode with uh, morgan hughes who was the man who started the save the crew movement uh for of course columbus uh crew so we talked to him all things columbus crew it was a great episode i really 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 recommend you go give it a listen if you want to learn more about columbus crew and just Give it a follow and listen to it throughout the uh, season just to learn, or throughout the offseason just to learn more about the Columbus, or not the Columbus crew, just to learn more about all the MLS teams. Um, but with that plug out of the way, let's let's start talking about Juan and Kyle Smith. Uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, Juan, obviously, starting right back. Uh, just signed a new contract. We'll talk about that in a little bit. 25 appearances this season. You know, we wish he could have had a little more. Uh, got injured in a crucial spell of the season where we really needed him. Um, unfortunately, gets injured, and that's when we really started to go downhill. Um, some of his stats, tackles per game, 1.7. Interceptions per game, 0.8. And clearances per game, 1.2. It's pretty standard, in my opinion. Uh, almost two tackles a game, that's pretty good. Interceptions per game... Um, these stats are off who scored, so it, it just depends on what they count as an interception, um, an attack one, a clearance, of course, but, so, you know, it, it, it could be different for each website, uh, each stat website, but I went with who scored, I trust them, I like them a lot, so, interceptions per game, point eight. uh, I wish that would have been a little higher, though, maybe, maybe bring that up to at least one a game, and then clearances per game, wish that was a little higher, one point two, but he's definitely an offensive threat more than a defensive-minded right back, uh, as you can see with this last set, I'm about to say four assists, uh, I'm pretty sure he had five assists because of the MLS secondary assist rule, I don't count those, he had four assists this season, um, and and we'll go with that. It's still very good for a right back. Uh, obviously not, you know, Liverpool, Trent Alexander-Arnold levels, but you know, four assists, that's that's pretty good for an MLS right back, in my opinion. And, and that's kind of part of one of his strengths. It was just his offensive threat. He was an offensive threat for us. And he was very fast, um, definitely a strength as well. The pace, just acceleration, speed, pure pace and uh he he was it was so necessary because because his pace back there really really makes teams need to back off a bit you know we didn't get to see it that much because teams weren't that afraid of us this last season but um 
But when he is running out of you, he is running full speed with the ball. You know, think of the FC Cincinnati game uh, where he took it all the way up on the right side, crossed it in. I don't remember who got the goal, but um, that that was just such a big moment. That was when Juan really came out and was like, I'm the man. I'm the right back. I am, I am what this team needs right now, an offensive threat. And so after he did that against FC Cincinnati, every single game we're like, all right, Juan just needs to keep doing that, keep doing that. And he kept trying to do it and he couldn't really replicate it. You know, it's not easy to run half the length of the field and then put in a cross and then get an assist. Um, He made a couple of chances that way, but it just, it just didn't work out. But just, just his pure pace, what a strength of his, uh, something that we will be looking to exploit next season for sure. Uh, um, and his other strength for me was his ability to improve. Uh, he was bang average at the start of the season, you know, poor passing, not making the right decisions. Uh, I remember that there was a goal early on in the season where he just like, he just let a man go past him when the when the ball was almost out of play. I don't remember what game it was. Might have been Real Salt Lake. It was very early on, and I remember being like, "Huan, what are you doing?" Like he just stopped. He thought uh, somebody made a tackle, and they didn't, and and they scored a goal off of it. And it was just like, why would you, why would you let him go like that? But he improved. He improved in that aspect. He started making way better decisions in the defensive third. He started kicking balls out for throw-ins and corners. Uh, he wasn't messing around. And so that was another strength of his, his ability to improve. Um, but with some strengths come weaknesses. Uh, and one of those weaknesses is definitely still defensive positioning and awareness. I think there were, on more than one occasion, not just that one occasion, where he could have improved um, positioning wise and you see that with um, numbers like 0.8 interceptions per game uh, and and 1.2 clearances per game you know that clearances per game needs to be a, a relatively high number one clearance per game that's not really it's not really good enough for a right back I would expect that to be a little bit higher um, but but again he has a strong ability to improve in my opinion so he can he can get better he's still pretty young and we have a great asset for the coming seasons um his other weaknesses for me were passing and crossing um he wasn't always the best at crossing or passing but you know it, it's it's suitable it gets the job done you know he might make a few poor passes here and there but it's not the end of the world world not the end of the world um, but his key contribution for me, his key contribution this season was definitely being our offensive outlet on the right side. You know, you think about Nani and Joao Moutinho linking up on the left, and then on the right, who do we have? We have Tesho, Chris Mueller. Mm, <laughs> it's definitely Huan. And you're starting 11 right now. It's Huan. On the overlap, he is our most offensive threat. And I remember at the beginning of the season saying, try Juan at right wing, right? Why not? Put Kyle Smith behind him, who is much better defensively than he is. Start him at right back and start Juan as like a right winger. And then we tried Juan at right wing and it just didn't work. Um, so I kind of had to eat my words there and say, okay, I don't know everything about soccer. But um, much better as a right back, but still... He was 100% our offensive outlet this season on the right side, and that was his key contribution for me. So his season grade, gets he gets an A from me. Best right back we've ever had in Orlando, and just signed a new contract. 
We have him for two more years with an option for a third. I don't see any reason why we wouldn't extend his option for the third season, but you know how MLS clubs always like to have that option. So we have him for a while. It was great to see him extended. It was no surprise, but, um, you know, you never know with Orlando City, right? Uh, you know, no, I don't think anybody was expecting to see Kyle Smith extended. Um, and that's who we'll talk about next. Uh, backup right back, or really backup defender all across the back four, back five, Kyle Smith. 23 appearances, 1.8 tackles per game, so 0.1 more than Juan, 0.6 interceptions per game, 2.2 clearances per game, and zero assists. Uh, that last one, not surprising. Clearances per game, that was... I mean, none of these numbers are surprising for Kyle Smith. He is 100% a defensive-minded player. And I don't know if that's why people don't like him. People really don't like Kyle Smith. They, they, they do not like that he was extended. At least on my timeline, that's what I see. I like it. It's such, it's such a good move. He is a cheap backup player who can do a job. He can do a job. He's not amazing. He's not amazing. Let's talk let's talk about his strengths first. Tackling and versatility. Okay, he's very good at tackling. He likes to tackle. He's very good at it. And, and that's something that as a right back you need to be good at. Uh, look at Juan Basaka in for Manchester United in England. Uh he his number one trait is tackling. And he just went for 50 million to Manchester United. So it's an important thing to have it right back. But also versatility. He is over so versatile. Um you, you think of the game where uh Dijon got injured super early and he had to fill in at right center back and he did really well that game. I believe we won that game, actually, or drew, or drew it uh, from a last-second equalizer, something like that, um, and then played left-back uh, multiple times after Moutinho got hurt and Kamal Miller needed a rest or was on international duty or something. He he was the choice over Danny Acosta. You know, maybe that speaks to how bad Danny Acosta is or maybe just how consistently good Cal Smith was on defense. And I'm not saying he was some god at defense, but because he had his weaknesses, um, he, he was not that fast. So definitely, if we're going back to physical weaknesses, that would be one of his weaknesses. He's not the fastest in the world. He's also offensively non-existent. Um, the, the other weaknesses I have listed here are passing, crossing, anything in the offensive third, basically. You could list out 20 things that, you know, decision-making, anything in the offensive third. He's just not good at it. But but that's not his game. You know, that's not his game. He's he's a defensive-minded player. You see that with 2.2 clearances per game. He's sitting back, getting in the right spots, and getting the ball cleared. 1.8 tackles per game. He's, he's tackling players. You know, same about just about the same number as Juan, but in a couple less uh, appearances. Oh, well, this is per game, so it's not total tackles. But still, you get what I'm saying, um, and and that's 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 what I like about Kyle Smith. Basically, that's what I like about Kyle Smith. He he is a, a, a out and out defender. You know, if there were um, I can't remember who talked about it. Maybe it was the Roar podcast. They were saying Oscar Pereja really likes defensive wingbacks, defensive fullbacks. You know, Kyle Smith is like perfect for that role he is a defensive fullback if if for some godforsaken reason he doesn't like Juan at right back 
we could see Kyle Smith sitting back there and maybe, I don't know if he would try to fit who on at right wing or just bench him. I don't know. I really hope that doesn't happen because the fans wouldn't like that at all. Juan is such a fan favorite and just way better than Kyle Smith. But Kyle Smith is a very good backup, and that's his key contribution for the season, being an extremely serviceable backup. Backup right back, backup left back, backup, backup, backup center back. Um, and that's his job. You know, he's on league minimum wages and come in, make 10, 15 appearances when we have injuries or U.S. Open Cup or yeah, players just need a rest, um, going away to Real Salt Lake, 10 p.m. kickoff Eastern time. We can use him for that. And, and that's something we need. We need that. And he's good enough for that. His grade for me, a B. I'd give him a B this season. And his contract just got extended, so ends at next season. Will we re-sign him? I doubt it. I doubt uh, Luis Muzi will look at him and say, yeah, we want you. Um, so he'll probably end up going back down to USL at the end of this season. Um, but for next season, we need him, I think. I think we need someone versatile who can come in when we have injuries and stuff like that. That'll just about wrap it up, though, guys. Uh, another quick hitter. Um, the next one will probably be left-back position, so Moutinho, Danny Acosta, and I'll probably do Kamal Miller because that's mainly where he featured last season. And then, um, yeah, after that, we will move to center backs and so on and so forth. If you like the episode, make sure to give me a rating. Uh, or really, if you like the podcast more than just the episode, make sure to give me a rating and let me know your thoughts on the episode in the comments section wherever you see me post it. Till next time, this has been Gavin Rushnow and Famos Orlando.